0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's the Finnish dinosaur heavy metal act. Apparently it's big with the kids. We're going to we're gonna have to ask Sebastian Ajo if he rocked out to this back in the day. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. If you missed anything from today's show, you can check it out on the best of the OG podcast including in our podcast selections, all part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, is Kane's Corner, hosted by Adam Gold and Hall of Fame Selection Committee member Adam Gold for the Carolina Hurricanes. He's got the 25th anniversary Kane special going on right now. Episode 6, I believe, comes out tomorrow. New episodes, again, every Wednesday. It's presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Visit AluminumCompany.com. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, Sebastian Ajo. The Carolina Hurricanes open up the season tomorrow at PNC Arena. Joe Giglio and I will be out there. Sebastian, what's going on? Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. Uh, not much. I'm just uh, super excited, you know. Uh, tomorrow's the go time again. and uh, Yeah, first game of the year in the home opener, so uh, it's uh, it's a fun time. So I, I am
0: curious. You know, you we're a we're a long way away from the bunch of jerks. Back to the playoffs for the first time in ten years. You know, fun. Like there was this excitement. You get back. You you exit, but there was almost like, all right, cool, we're back. How was how was was last year's exit in any way, shape, or form different than the other ones? I kind of got the sense that this one kind of stung a little bit more. Is that an accurate assessment?
1: Yes. Yeah. For sure. I mean. Uh... You know, all the older, uh, past playoff friends uh, obviously haven't be able to go all the way and win the whole thing, which is the ultimate goal. But, yeah, last year uh, it was definitely a little bit of a different feeling. And, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, for sure it, it hurt quite a bit. But, uh, you know, at the same time you, you kind of need those experience to to be able to, you know, do it in the future and uh you know tomorrow starts a new opportunity uh we we know we can't win a win the Stanley Cup tomorrow right but we uh you know we just try to build build every day and uh take care of them one day at a time and you know tomorrow tomorrow's the first opportunity to do that
2: Sebastian Ajo joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline that's Trovius I'm Joe Giglio what's your what's your off
1: season like there Sep when you go home are, are you like
2: a superstar Back in Finland, or people recognize you and all those good things.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially where I'm from, uh, it's not a too big of a city and a big hockey city. That's uh, you know pretty much the only sport there. So uh, yeah, I uh, people know me pretty well there, and but yeah, at the same time, I uh, I get my own piece and my uh, you know they let me. You know workout or whatever i'm doing so uh they let me do it in peace so it's uh it's all good
2: if you go to the grocery store in finland compared to raleigh where do you get recognized more
1: or Actually, go out to get dinner to be, or whatever yeah uh i used to be back home way more but i feel like raleigh it's it's it's, it's buzzing you know uh hockey's hockey's definitely grown here the past few years and we had a lot a lot of fans and uh you know uh it's it's becoming a you know daily thing that people would just you know you go to the grocery store for example and and people recognize me so uh i think it's a cool thing you know that in raleigh the hockey is a big thing now and uh you know always appreciate the fans you know show up for the rinks and it's so much more fun when pnc gets going it's so electric so uh, yeah it's it's Definitely a cool thing to what we have here in Raleigh right
0: now. Sebastian Aho joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Uh, Gilio was asking you about what it's like back for you in Finland. You're no Tara Vinan, though. Tara Vinan was like a so, – he was on social media going viral at a concert dancing around. Were you there?
1: <laughs> I wasn't there, no. But, yeah, I, I saw the video and uh, I actually talked to him that night. So, uh, yeah, that was, pretty, that was pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> It's uh, you know, uh, yeah, back home, you, your hockey players, hockey, hockey is kind of a big thing. So, uh, uh, yeah, you definitely. I'm I'm not saying superstar, but yeah, people people uh recognizing you, you okay. us for sure.
0: Okay, okay, I was I was kind of curious about that. Um, the other thing that I was curious about too. Uh, my wife and kids and I went to uh, we went to Alamo Draft House to go watch a movie. And they were showing, you know, various. It was for Jurassic. It was for the Jurassic World movie, right? So they show these little previews okay. of all these dinosaur related things. And they they highlighted a, a kid's show from back in the day that was like a heavy metal dinosaur rock group that was big in Finland. And yeah. my 11 year old goes, Do you think Sebastian Ajo was into that? And I'm like, Well, dude, if you want me to ask him, I'll ask him. So <laughs> it, it, it's called, it was called, it's called Heavy heavy sorus was it are you yes. too were you too old for that were, were you into that I think,
1: yeah, I think I missed that for for a few years uh yeah i I know for sure what was what, the what's the band like but yeah me as a kid I, they weren't there okay, just yeah, but I feel like we my i don't know like maybe a few years younger than us, so okay. maybe like KK's age group that's that's probably oh, probably oh okay.
0: So if so if I bring up oh. heavy Soros to and Yemi, he's going to be like, "Yeah, I know their stuff."
1: But yeah, most <laughs> likely yes.
0: <laughs> okay, got it. Sebastian, Ajo joining us here on the OG, and an- another Finnish-related question. I saw a video uh, make the rounds on social media where you were reacting to the new EA Sports NHL game ratings. I don't know Finnish uh, clearly, but I can pick up on tone. I got the feeling you weren't. I think you were in an eighty-nine. I think that was your ranking or your rating in the game. You didn't seem Correct. like you didn't seem like that was like you didn't. You, you thought you should be higher. Did that, Did I read that correctly?
1: Uh, actually, I, I do remember that interview, and I I said that uh, I pretty much said like, so EA Sports thinks I'm. Uh, I didn't get any better in the off season, so that's cool. But uh, <laughs> that was uh, uh, no. I don't really that stuff. Really, I don't care at all um would you like would i like to be a ninety? sure but at the the end of the day i i really don't care Uh, okay i I know
0: i I agree with you i know that you i know in the grand scheme of things you're probably just kind of joking around but again i don't know a lick of finish but i could just kind of tell (laughs) I'm like i don't think sebastian was feeling that rating just just a hunch
1: yeah it was like a little chirp to esports but that's uh that was just yeah no big deal
2: Sebastian Ajo joining us here on the OJ. You mentioned Yisperi kokkenyemi and, and you guys have a lot of new faces this year, but this is going to be a, an important year for Yasperi or KK, and mm-hmm. he's going to take on a little bit more responsibility. What have your conversations been like with him to kind of get him ready for, for year two here with the Canes? Uh, well, it's,
1: you know, you see out there, I, I think he's, he looks uh, stronger, he looks a little bit faster. You know, he, they've been uh, pretty good. They've been buzzing with the uh, Sretch and uh, Netsi. Obviously, that that line has some serious skill and and speed. So, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, we're obviously hoping that the, that line is gonna, you know, bring bring all those things. You know, a lot of speed, a lot of uh, a lot of skill out there, and uh, I, I'm excited for him too. I think he's uh, he's ready to take that next step, and and obviously. You know, big part of our team, and we we
0: need him. Sebastian Ajo joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Uh, it's it's made reference every so often, but y- you and I live on the same street, uh, although I never bother you. So, um, the one thing I do notice though is vehicles, and I was curious, compared to your teammates, how much more of a car guy are you versus your teammates?
1: Oof. I'm probably, uh, I would say, right in the middle. Okay. I would say I'm not a biggest car guy for sure, but I, you know, somewhat, you know, I, I'm some, a little bit of a car person. I, I like to you know, see a nice car or drive a nice I was gonna car. Say, car Sebastian,
0: I know what I know what you drive. I know you like a nice car. So,
1: you know, you can't <laughs> you,
0: can, you can, come on now.
1: So I, yeah, I, I I mean that's 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 pretty much my dream car. So <laughs> you know, I'm being very fortunate to to be able to have that car and I obviously enjoy it every day to drive it. So but I can't at the same time it doesn't make me a huge car guy. Gotcha. I know a lot of lot of my like car car, you know, details or, or any of that stuff. So, uh, yeah, who I is? do enjoy it. Who is the biggest car guy on the team? Oh, I think, uh, well, Shredznikov is probably, he he, uh, he put, like, a little work on, on his car. Uh, who else? I think, uh, who could be the biggest car guy? Uh, well, I'm going to go with him. Okay. I'm going to go with him because I, I know for a fact that he, uh, when he got in his new car, he actually... took it to the shop shop and, and, you know, uh, make it even even more nicer. So uh, he he probably knows a thing or two about cars, too.
0: And then you got a guy like Seth Jarvis who's too young. He probably still rides around on a Lime scooter at this point, right?
1: Does he even need a car? Yeah, well, I think he has a car, but uh, (laughs) a lot of things they they carpool from the, uh, you know, they – with uh same building and stuff like that. So uh yeah, I I haven't seen him drive in a while.
0: I was gonna say, weren't you driving around for a bit?
1: Yeah, I uh when he was with me, I I always drove. So uh yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about Charlie's driving driving skills, but uh it's all good. I'm pretty i I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in driving the car. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Sebastian Ajo, Carolina Hurricanes. Appreciate the time as always, Sebastian. Uh season starts up tomorrow. We will see you at PNC Arena.
1: Awesome.
0: Thank you guys for having me. It's, big thanks to Aho for hanging out with us here on the OG. It's a legit question, a question. You know, like young guys don't drive anymore, apparently. No, yeah, it's it's like like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. like a you know When you and I were growing up, it was very much like we could not wait to get a car because it meant but freedom. I don't, I don't think there's Muscle Magazine anymore, is there? Ah, uh, nah. Things like Motor Trend and all that stuff still exist. Still there? Okay. Yeah, I think all that stuff. I mean, people still do an after work on cars, but it's, again, anecdotally speaking, and I also know in terms of trends, there's less incentive to go out and just get a car because you can Uber. You can get on a lime scooter. You can do any number of things. So it's kind of kind of curious. It's, isn't it adorable all the young guys just kind of carpool together? smart. It's sweet. It's, it's cute. It, I really like it. It's wholesome, man. It's wholesome. <laughs> Big thanks to Sebastian Ajo for hanging out with us a little bit. If you missed any of that conversation, you can check it out on the best of the OG podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever it you gets podcasts, we're there. Also, speaking of five stars, check out the WREL Voters' Choice Awards presented by MNF Bank, your opportunity to shout out the best around here in the Triangle. Go to WREL.com slash contest to nominate yours today. Only the top five vote getters get to the finals, and then we'll hand out awards later on in the year. So the you you jillio you asked about you know finnish celebrity versus local celebrity yeah i'm telling you hockey players are still some of the most nondescript famous athletes you'll ever find like if you see hockey players out and about in their main stopping grounds they just look like 20 something tech dudes that are they're just kind of all together it's very very funny
2: Especially if they're not wearing shorts. Like, if you can't see their thighs or their legs, you're like, yeah, I was, they look like a normal person. Like, I always I used, used to joke Corey Stillman, for example. Yeah. If you were to see Corey, Corey Stillman was on the, the 06 Canes. Like, if you were to see Corey Stillman in a bar, you'd be like, and, they, and someone would say to you, he's a professional athlete. You'd be like, oh, he, he's on the PGA Tour. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Not an insult. No. It, it, just, you know, they don't look like what we're used to in basketball and football around here when we see them in college. Right? Yeah superhuman size if you will but you get you, you look at those thighs
0: different yeah, story then
2: you see the legs and then you see it's the calves st- and the thighs it's, you're it's, like oh, oh oh yeah of course okay. rod bridmore is the exception here like yeah i was going to rippling muscles on muscles yeah so. R- rod rod
0: if rod shows up somewhere most people are going to stop what they're doing They're going to start well, asking Well, then they for look pictures. at his nose
2: and they go now they might say is he an mma fighter nah around here people then, know then no, no no i'm saying if you were to see him oh, back in the day. You know, like a Mike Ricci, you'd be like, oh is he an <laughs> MMA fighter? Or but now you'd be you know, back in the day you'd be oh obviously they play hockey. Let's
0: go to the WRLT five newsroom, check in with Pat Welter, uh, who was in Charlotte yesterday for the David Dave is is he there? Is or you still in, are you still you're still in Charlotte? You must oh you're at ACC tip off now, aren't you, Pat? Pat, what's going on, man?
3: I am. Uh, I am. And uh I knew I was coming to ACC tip off. In Charlotte, I had the hotel reservation for Monday night, and I knew that I really should change it to Sunday night at one more day because pretty obvious that if the Panthers got blown out by the 49ers, Matt Rule is going to get fired. But at the same time, I had been saying that to my bosses at WREL for what had felt like a year straight. That yeah. guy, Matt Rule is going to get fired That's on anything. Monday. So get fired. At that point, I was like, ah, you know, am I really going to change it? But here I am. So I'd turn right around and, and rush down to charlotte for for tepper speaks so was the tepper press availability as
0: awkward in person as it was when i was watching it on on, on a video player
3: he was testy right uh, like just like weirdly challenging questions you know like i like hey david when did you um decide you want to do this don't ask me that you know you don't want to ask me that i read your columns yeah Scott i don't Joker. understand. I don't understand why every owner is like a caricature of like Citizen Kane. Like, I mean, like when Tepper got this job or when he took over the team, I think the outside perception was that he was, you know, a forward thinker was going to be all in, uh, you know, kind of the aggressive hedge fund approach. And really, he's just run it like a fan. And he kind of admitted that yesterday that he's been running it like a fan and he's gotten basically, you know, bad fantasy football results.
0: Pat Welter, WRL-TV5, joining us here on the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. He's actually in Charlotte for a variety of things, including ACC tip-off, uh, which is the ACC basketball media day. You've got the women's side today, the men's side tomorrow in Charlotte. All right, so uh, uh, this, you're you're still relatively new to this market because uh, you were in Orlando before you came over to the Triangle, right? Correct. What was your so this 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 important context? I'm curious from your outside perspective. To you, what was the Panthers before David Tepper bought the team?
3: Yeah, I think m- like most people, they were Cam Newton. You know, they were seeing him rush into the end zone on the red zone, do the little Superman celebration, and you know their Super Bowl run was magic. You know, uh, that was an incredible year. You don't see 15 and one every day. Uh, I'll never forget. Betting on the Panthers in that Super Bowl and feeling like an absolute moron as they Cam Newton just got trounced and kind of destroyed his reputation with how he, he handled the post game press conference. So yeah, I mean that was the Panthers. They were a team you didn't, you know you, you you feared, you respected. You didn't necessarily fear in the playoffs because Cam seemed to have some limitations. Um, you know when it got when the going got tough. I mean, that's what it was from the outside. And now I mean they've become a complete punchline. I mean Matt Rule. Has become, you know, he's the butt of every joke. He's the first coach fired. He is Dennis Cox' incredible impression, you know, providing a whole economy of, of skit material. I mean, that is what the Carolina Panthers are right now. And I think when you saw a, a stand full of red, which was just absolutely jarring for this 49ers game, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I'm from Pittsburgh originally, yeah. and then kind of moved to New England. I mean, that's just something you would never see. I mean, maybe in Los Angeles, who so they're going to play next week, so. I guess the stadium's just going to be empty because no road fans are traveling to that one. No, so, I mean, I couldn't believe it. So they had no choice but to move on at this point.
0: Well, And the reason why I asked you about your impression of the Panthers is because David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, uh, said essentially like, well, you know, there was not a lot of winning here or there was no real winning culture. It's like, no, the Panthers had their hooks, man, and they, and that, they weren't consistently successful. But they've had their pockets of success and and fan favorites. Like I'd love I would love for you to tell Steve Smith, yeah, you guys have never had any sort of culture or whatever it is. Um and I'm sitting here thinking to myself as you're watching this press conference yesterday, Pat, like what is the David Tepper culture now? I mean, back to back to back to back losing seasons? I mean, what what are we talking about here?
3: It's the delusions of the rich and the wealthy, right? Yeah. Like, you know, thank God for David Tepper. I mean, without him, I wouldn't know who the strokes were, you know, (laughs) Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, my gosh. He brought music to Charlotte, Pat. Wow, great music. I don't know, alternative rock, that might catch on. So, (laughs) you know, he's seeing life through his lens, and he's bending it to his will. And, you know, I think what kind of thing that was revealing to me yesterday that he spoke about was, that everybody in the NFL has the same resources. And I think that's kind of something that owners have to kind of wrap their head around that. They just can't buy wins Yeah, and you can't just trade your capital for multiple quarterbacks. And now what are you going to go get Sean Payton and trade more draft capital? I mean, you can't, you're getting worse to try to get better.
2: Pat Welter, WRL is down in Charlotte. You're actually there for, uh, basketball media days the women were today pat i'm curious uh did our friend courtney banghart or I, th- I thought i saw on twitter maybe she had some some mea culpas to westmore nc state women's oh, basketball no. coach too
3: yes this is my story for today and I, I have been the one asking the questions uh you know which you feel a little bit guilty of because you know you're there to talk no, about the team and the players no, of the season. But-
2: no she's the one who made it a story pat you're just doing your job so don't don't feel guilty about that
3: all right, so now that that's out of the way, yeah, it was great. So, yeah, I mean, you know, she she makes waves this summer with, you know, the the classless comments and NC State isn't relevant on the, the podcast, you know, the, the small gym comments last year. So uh, I asked her, like, is, was she surprised by the reaction, how big of a deal it got? And she said, you know, not really. And in her thing, she's almost embracing being the heel, uh, pun intended, because she's like, look, Our games are on ESPN now. Like, you got to do what you got to do. And if more people are talking about our program, you know, that's a good thing for her. But I did say, you know, the relevant comments. You understand, like, NC State, relevant. And, And she said, yeah, I mean, they're the champs until they're not. Like, yes, they're relevant. What I meant by that was just that from the outside, people know Duke and UNC is the rivalry. You know, she's from New Hampshire, like me as well. And I, I can agree with that sentiment. When you're not from here, you don't realize how big of a rivalry necessarily the NC State side of it is. Uh, and you get here, and it's huge. Um, it, it, the NC State fans are you know, arguably the strongest and most passionate in the whole market. So people on the outside don't realize that, and I think that that's what she tried to say she meant.
0: Pat Welter, WRAL-TV. All right, man. Uh, enjoy the, the rest of your time in Charlotte. You got uh, ACC men's basketball tomorrow. It's going to be weird. No Coach K. No farewell tour oh, okay. talk. It's just, it's just going to be a normal, totally normal, bland ACC media day tomorrow. Who would have thought?
3: Yeah, you know, it's not like we haven't heard from all the guys, all the, those teams already. And now I guess we can do yoga with John Shire or something. I think he did something like that. I'm not it was, it was, he
0: had a, there's a breathing method that he talked up.
3: So so maybe I can get him to do that on camera for me. That would be good. That would be good video. Oh, yeah. That could be hashtag content for the OG. I think we could work on that.
0: I love it, Pat. I love that you're thinking about hashtag content. Content never sleeps. All right, Pat. We'll talk to you later,
3: man. See you, guys.
0: The vibes around the Carolina Panthers not great right now. That doesn't mean you still can't enjoy some NFL football. And we're giving you tickets. Check us out this Thursday at 420. You can win a free pair of tickets to go see the Panthers at Bank of America Stadium, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. All you got to do is text the keyword football. That's the keyword football to 919 860 5Fanagan. That's 919 860 5326. Dennis Cox, our producer, will call you. You can name some things in a category faster than the other person. You will win tickets to go see the Panthers. The other professional franchise in this, I should, I was going to, before we move on from Charlotte, looks like. LaMelo Ball is going to miss some time with his, uh, his ankle injury. Hell of a week in Charlotte Sports, man. Fire Matt rule. LaMelo Ball is going to be out for some time. Maybe this actually is good for the Hornets, though. They can tank for Wemba, the French Wemba. I don't hate it. So many teams are going to tank
2: for that guy, man. They should. It's going to be Adam Silver is going to hate life, man.
0: Absolutely. I feel
2: like the Utah Jazz already own like every pick in the draft, though. So it's going to be difficult or Oklahoma City
0: between the two of them. Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do. But here in the triangle, the Carolina Hurricanes are getting ready to start up the season, and they announced the establishment of a Hurricanes Hall of Fame. The way this is going to work is that the players who are already in the rafters, the three players who have their numbers retired, that would be. Rod Bridenmore, Ron Francis, and Glenn Wesley. They're automatically in to the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. The inaugural Hall of Fame Fame inductees will be announced in the coming weeks. Hurricanes inaugural Hall of Fame game will take place on Thursday, February 16th, against Montreal. This is from Rod Bridenmore, the head coach. The Hurricanes Hall of Fame signifies that the organization has established great roots and tradition. You have to start somewhere, and it's a big honor to be included. There are so many other Hurricanes who have and will put their stamp on hockey in Carolina, and it's important to recognize them. So here's the criteria to be nominated for the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. You're going to have two categories, players and contributors. Eligible players include skaters who have played in at least 250 games with the Hurricanes, goaltenders who have played at least 100 games with the Hurricanes, and any skater or goaltender who has won the Stanley Cup or other major NHL awards during their tenure with the Canes. So that 2006 squad will probably have a lot of Hall of Famers on it. Players got to demonstrate, you know, exceptional attributes, blah, 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 blah. Eligible contributors include non-uniform club personnel who have been employed by the Hurricanes for a minimum of 10 years or won the Stanley Cup or a major NHL award during their tenure with the Hurricanes. Contributors must demonstrate exceptional attributes, blah, 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 So the Hall of Fame Selection Committee consists of several individuals that are associated with the team, like owner Tom Dundon or general manager Don Waddell. Shout out to our friend Mike Sunheim and our friend Mike Foreman who are on this. They are uh, VPs of various things. What is Mike? What is Sunheim now? He's the VP of Communications and Team Services now? I always forget what his actual title is. Sorry, Mike. And uh, I know Foreman is the chief marketing officer. But look at this, Adam Gold. Our very own Adam Gold is on the selection committee, as is Luke DeCock of the News and Observer. So, this gets to the question.
2: They're only going to do one a year, which is smart. Yeah, that's out of necessity. Why is that smart, Joe? We've seen this with NC State, where they put like 20 people in their first Hall of Fame class and then all of a sudden, it's like, "Hey, let's put the '83 team in." Hey, let's put the '74 team in. And it's like, "Oh, let's put the stars of each of those teams in." It's like you run out of people. You're going to run out of people real, so, real quick. So, so yeah, it's. I, I mean, they could probably do two at a time. You, you know, either way. But th- that's you're burying the lead here. My gosh, what is the if, lead? if Ron Francis is part of the selection process for the Hockey Hall of Fame? Yeah, which by all accounts he is. Yes, he is. And if he is the primary reason that Rod Brindamore is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame, well, we don't know that. We do know that Rod Brindamore is not in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. We do know that he's had a relationship with Ron Francis. We do know that ipso facto, Rod Ron Francis has not been an advocate at the very least. At the very least, we know that Ron Francis has not been an advocate for Rod Brindamore. I did think it was interesting in the press release that Rod Brindamore was named first. So my point about all of this and where you're burying the lead is. I would not honor Ron Francis if I was the Carolina Hurricanes. That is not to say he didn't earn his place in the Canes Hall of Fame. That isn't to say he didn't earn his place to have his number retired, whichever number he wanted retired, because he wore two different ones for the Hurricanes. Yeah. But in my opinion, he is being petty with Rod Brindamore and Rod Brindamore's legacy. So why would the Canes, a franchise, turn around and honor him in their inaugural Hall of Fame class? When Rod Brindamore is your coach and is the captain of your Stanley well, Cup champion team and has meant more to your franchise than anyone else. What are they going to do? They're going to unretire his number? I would not. I would, no, no, no. I'm not advocating that. I mean, I'm got, saying if you're going to honor Rod Brendamore, I, yeah. would not, I would not put Ron Francis in the same group with Rod Brendamore. You want to do one person in the first class? Yeah. Great. It's Rod Brendamore. And I would hold off on honoring Ron Francis as long as possible. But the
0: but but the point here is that the I don't three, care the what the three rules guys are. I don't care what the rules are. Numbers retired just going I don't
2: in. care what the rules are. You just want to like, hey, everybody except you. Yeah, Rod. Because it doesn't land, matter if we're talking up. about it. You know who'll start talking about it? The people on who cover hockey nationally. People who yeah. cover hockey in Canada. That's where. That's how you make a point. By the way. Okay. You oh, it sounds petty. It is petty. He's very petty. But you know, he's he, Francis is being even more petty, yeah. and that's really what this comes down to. Okay. And Adam Gold over there. Oh, you know, this is the criteria. I don't care what the criteria is. By the way, it's a made up Hall of Fame. It is a made up Hall of Fame. So the criteria can be whatever you want which, it to be. Which gets me to the which gets to <laughs> it's me Etsy like states like you made it up. Like, They're your rules. Do whatever you, you want. You do
0: what you want with it, right? So I it would be funny if oh, your numbers retired but you're not in the <laughs> Hurricanes Hall of Fame. That would be funny. That and I am saying that's what they should do. But here's here's what I you, these these are things like the con- the contributors part of this is the, what I'm more interested in. How oh, oh, well, guess who's going to
2: be petty on that? Right. This is what guess. I'm. Gonna, this is what just I'm just curious about. So you, you said you said Dundon was on the committee. Yeah, he's on the committee. Okay, so no one on the committee is going to want to irritate Dundon. So so there so, you go. So, so
0: do you think you think you think John Forslund, it'll, former play-by-play for minute. the Canes, it'll be a will, minute. We'll make the Hall of Fame. It'll be a minute. Yeah, they they did welcome him
2: back when the Kraken were in town. It'll be a minute. I know what this is all about. I know this. Is, no, it's not. No, it's
1: when not. When the Kraken nope.
0: were in
2: town. Nope, that's not what this is about. Ron Francis is now the general manager of the Seattle Kraken. Nope. When the Kraken were in town, you reached out to talk to Ron Francis. No. And
0: don't y-
1: and
2: don't do that. By the way, don't do that. And I'm it, telling you, that's not what it's about. It, so don't do that. Okay. I thought I had to do with the fantasy advice you gave him back in the day. No, nope. you never thanked you for no. it. No. Okay. No. You're the, sticking Ron up for Brindamore. Ron. Hall of Fame. Candidacy is completely and totally legitimate. Oh, I agree. So with you why on that. would a franchise then turn around and honor someone who is being obdurate in yeah. the way of a, of a legacy honor for yeah. a, for a man who's deserving of it? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So that's what it's about, and that's it. Does Stormy get in before John Forslund and Chuck Hayden? I don't know who they'll put in. If you're saying they're only putting one person in each year, then you put put Rod Brendamore in the first year and you make a big deal about it because, again, the Hockey Hall of Fame is being blind to what the person has done, what he's accomplished. Sure. So you make a big deal about it so that everybody writes about it and makes a big deal about it on social media. So, like, hey, and, you, and you're and Tom Dunn. Did you even make go as far as to say, why the heck is he not in the Hockey Hall of Fame? Yeah. That's what you do with this. So, the way this will work out is that one player and one contributor
0: will go in. Each time. Each time. Okay, and then you On put Pete Carmanos uh, in uh, the first time. Yeah, Carmanos
2: clearly is going to have to go in there. Absolutely. Move the team here.
0: And then Jim Rutherford will go in the following absolutely.
3: year
2: for all the things Help, that he's and done. And put together the team that won the Stanley Cup.
0: Yes. And then at some point, you got to put tailgating in. I put $5 Storm Brews in. Ooh, that would be a good one. I think tailgating goes before that. Yeah. What about Big Mike? You
2: put yes. Big Mike in as a contributor? Dancing oh. Granny? Ooh. Do we have the to The Dumb make, and Dumber guys? Do we have to make our own wing of the fan hall of fame? Potentially. With these particular uh, characters that have been around for the longest time? Whoever I mean, came up with cheaters never win. Section 328. No, no, no. No, no, no. But no. one person one came person up came with, with that. that. You yeah. need to find that person. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. I hate oral histories, but that would be right up to whoever likes to write about oral histories alley to go and find the person who actually came up with cheaters never win. Dumb and Dumber guy might be a good guy. The two of them, yeah. The, the two of them would be Brothers. good to put in there. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you'd also...
0: Do you put in do you put in the intermission hot dogs
2: that we enjoyed during playoff runs? Tough call because the checks Mix is still there. Oh, okay. And the checks so is Chex, a winner. The checks mix, is or the active. ice cream machine, the ice cream machine in the press room has to be in there Aha! as well.
0: That's actually what it is. The ten dollar press meal absolutely goes in the Hall of Fame because it's actually one of the best deals you can get in town. So, like, it used to be like seven bucks, now it's ten, but still, it's a pretty good deal.
2: Still, a pretty good deal. Fired up about Ron Francis. I like it. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh.
1: And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open a 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com.